Welcome to another episode of the Don't Be Mad podcast. It's your boy Jamali here with Jason. What's up? Uh, we got two lovely guests. You know, my boy Flacco is here. Yeah, I didn't hear that name for a minute, bro. <laughs> you go way back. <laughs> but yo, it's actually Miro, you know, um, one half of Divi Productions. Ashley here, second half of Divi Productions. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you guys could join us for this episode. You want to give a little backstory of... Uh, well, we're just going to chop it up, you know, have a natural conversation. Yeah, for well, sure. Well, full disclosure, you guys were like our first guests. Yeah. Was well, it our first episode that we did? One of our first episodes. One episode. of the first episodes, yeah. yeah. I remember being... Yeah. One of the first... Back in the day when we are in the basement. Yeah, yeah man. That was, <laughs> that was sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a trap house. It was a trap hey, house. That's, but that's not my place. That's Matt's <laughs> place. <laughs> it, it was, too. You guys came to the back entrance? <laughs> No, I think we came no, from the front. I think okay. we came from the front. Oh, you didn't get the full trap experience. Nah, nah. But it was dope, man. It was cool. It was very cozy. I guess that time we came through because we're we were um doing um close the gap or something. No, 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 no. The fundraiser event for. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, we did. We came through to talk about a fundraiser event that we were doing at that time. <coughs> but yeah, that's dope. Yeah, man. So how you guys' week been so far? <laughs> Busy, I guess. Busy. Oh, I guess busy. Real busy. Just, Just working w- on different projects, you know. Very productive. Yeah. No choice. Try no choice. No choice. It's on that Mamba mentality grind. That's oh, right. You know what I mean? Like, that's I'm, right. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to gather that energy and just make sure that I continue with it, you know, the best way I can. That's right. Got to be better than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to be better than yourself, man. Yeah, you got like, to you know. compete with yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So how you guys been since uh, we last saw you guys? Because a lot's been happening. A lot's been going on. Um, how you guys been evolving? Mm. That's such a deep like, like well uh, since the last time we saw you that was what two years ago it was about two years two years yeah two years yeah, yeah. Wow. that was like our whole growth in in that period from then to now i find yeah i feel like that time like we were super like young and still trying to figure things out and uh yeah, and that period from then to now, like so many like lessons learned that kind of bring us to where we are right now. Mm-hmm. But I, when I look at look back at it, like we were super like just like immature in ter- in terms of our state of mind, just right. navigating this whole space and everything. But yeah, that's good. I mean, you guys feel you guys did the right moves. You guys are moving in a positive direction, from what I see. Definitely. Well, a lot of growth. So no choice. I mean, struggles. Any big struggles? Struggles. More internally. More. Uh, I guess like the struggle from going from where we were back then to where we are today was really internal in terms of like overcoming different mindsets. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yo, you should. Yo, you guys should pull through to our workshop. We did a workshop. When was it? Like. Uh, like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, was a workshop. Yeah, Miguel. Oh, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did a workshop, at Miguel, and we kind of like gave a little like background, like type of beliefs that we had to overcome right. and the things that we learned throughout this journey. I should say, you know, because 
Like, uh, like I always tell people, like people see what we do and they see it like, it's just like, wow, you guys right. are doing all these amazing things. But it's like, they don't know about like the struggle and the pain and everything that goes in behind the scenes that mm -hmm. we don't share to the world, right? right? Well, exactly. People only see your highlights, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So they only see whether, you know, you do something crazy and some, you know, your beautiful ad campaign that was all over the city. Yeah, we were we were models. We didn't actually did the campaign. A lot of <laughs> yeah. people think we did the campaign. Oh, you guys didn't? No, no. But I mean, no. you guys are talented enough to pull that off. So no, for sure. <laughs> Shout out to House of Youth. They're the one who did the campaign, and it's just like, but even at that, like, you know, like, it's just cool that we're able to like not only just like create things like that, but we can also diversify our hustle and like. Model if you want to, <laughs> and it's a form of advertisement right, yeah. way, for us, you know. It's an art form, at yeah, least in some ways more than others. But I mean, like, I've known you for years, well, yeah, decades. <laughs> Yo, for people who don't know, man, me and Jamal go way back since high, high school, school. Bro. Jason, too. We go way, 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 Yo, way, way, way. <laughs> and I mean, all this is not a surprise, you know, we've had conversations yeah. for hours. You've always been fashion forward, forward thinking. So, like, I'm not surprised of what what you're doing now. Yeah, so. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate the support 100. percent Like, you've always been comfortable in your own skin. You've always done things your way. Like, I've never known you to be like, oh, he's doing this because he's been doing. Yeah, you know, oh, he's seen somebody. You always did your own thing. So, I'm happy to see you grow into that person because yeah. I think it's important. I think the youth need that. I think. The culture needed mm -hmm. to be able to see people who are comfortable doing what they're doing. Because mm -hmm. I think right now we're in a society where it's like sheeps, right? Everybody wants to be like somebody. There's all yeah. this constant comparison. Yeah. And this constant need to fit in. You know what I mean? So it's great, man. I love seeing you do your thing. Yeah, like, I appreciate that, man. And you keep it very organic. Like, I don't see you. I don't think you, you stretch on anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, I appreciate that, you know. Like, obviously, I can't I can, I can do, do all of this without homegirl right here. <laughs> would not be able to, like, fully embrace that energy, you know, right. if, it, if I didn't have, like, a good partner by my side to help me like Aww. yeah it's a team effort you know oh, you can't you can't you can't, sure. <laughs> can't neglect that at all you know no. they always say i think i seen that it was someone was referring to obama and they're like behind every great man is a greater woman mm -hmm. so i mean it's a must right that is the first time i think i heard jamal say something good about obama what? <laughs> it definitely might be and it might be the only time yo 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 when you do your reason when you when you look into it man yeah. like it's yeah <laughs> I, I don't want to get into that but like there's, there's things that i read and saw and i was just like oh wow okay yeah, yeah. interesting puts different things in perspective oh no most you know? definitely i think especially as young people like we I think like we've come so numbed as to like what struggle is, what hustle is, especially from a minority group. And I feel like a lot of people have lost like the hustle our parents have. Like I don't think I'll ever mm. be a great hustle like my mother. Mm. Like, my mom worked two or three jobs at a time and still raised kids. I don't know how that I I, I don't have a seed and I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, you know what I mean? Like what Obama did what other people are doing, I don't really pay much attention to it. Mm -hmm. More than I have to be mindful of what I'm ingesting as information. 
Because I feel like that slow everybody down. And yeah. it gives us a false sense of comfort. Yeah. So that's why I'm not an Obama fan. Fair enough. <laughs> I Fair didn't enough. see that going to that. I didn't see that ending there. <laughs> no, it's true. Because I feel like we, we still got to hustle. Like yeah. Obama didn't, you know, bring us to oh, the yeah. promised land. He's not Moses. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that's why. And it's a normal thing. Like I just don't. You know me. Yeah, it's all good, bro. It's all good. To each their own, bro. No, you know, no. I like. I feel like the what's that thing that I tweeted today? Live and let live. Yeah, that. That, that is the policy yeah. I live by strongly. <laughs> you know, like that's something I'm really trying my best to. You have to to, to apply. You, know? you have to because I think we get caught up so much with other things that's going on, and we sometimes neglect our own growth mm -hmm. or our own endeavors mm -hmm. yeah i mean so that's why i was bigging you up on the individuality thing you know because a lot of time people just struggle so much to to be a part of something yeah or to jump on the hot wave that when they look back on it they're like what have i done for me and that's why i think most people have regrets yeah so but i i think that's one of the reasons why like we like started doing like the workshops and stuff like to kind of like Show people like a different, like, yeah, they could do different things exactly, yeah. and to just embrace that inner thoughts, bro. You know, because one thing I realized, man, when I when I was, um, you know, when I, bro, like, you know, we grew up with a lot of people who were talented, bro, you know Definitely. what I'm saying, and I feel like the lack of representation, especially in like Montreal in general, you know, because it's cool when you can look at it on TV and right. stuff, when general. We didn't have people of close proximity that were doing things that we were probably like, you know, probably one of our dudes were could have been a, like a, a author, but they never, but they never seen like people who look like them in that space doing no that stuff. So it's kind of like, all right, so why should I, why should I, why bother? You know, like talented people who, in the hood, bro, who know how to like edit videos and do oh, music definitely. videos, bro. Like, these people have probably going on and make movies and, like, TV shows and stuff like that, but it's just because they didn't have that representation, a lot of them just did not fall through with these things. And that's something that me and Ashley really want to change in our space, you know? We want to we wanna be that light, in other words, to, sh to like, um, promote people who look like us to right. enter this industry, bro. You know what I'm saying? You guys want to be reachable. Because I think it, I, I agree strongly with that because, you know, oftentimes we might have ideas. Like we've spoken numerous times about certain things and you reach out to people like that may look like us, that might be for us, but they don't really act with the greatest of intentions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, or even sometimes you don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that's something we need to build in their community, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. to be able to, okay, like, if I have a youth and my kid is interested in art, I'm not artistic mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. But I could be like, yo, hit, hit mirror up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those are the, 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 the network we need to build. I mean, we've had all these conversations. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. And I was going to ask you the question in regards to that, because in your workshops that you have, because you went to, you say you did at McGill, what advice or what, I'm not going to tell you like the whole advice, but what good advice would you give to like people either coming out of CJEP or high school who may be looking to get into that space? Cause I know when we were in high school, I'm sure Jamali remembers this. A lot of these teachers say, Oh, uh, 
even if you have bad grades, oh, you go do a trade or go do something else, blah, blah, blah. Kind of, I'm not saying menial jobs, because now when you think about it, those type of jobs are the best type. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like say someone who wanted to be, like you said, an artist, someone who wanted to do video editing, someone who wanted to be in um, information technology, what advice would you give them? And they're like in a spot where they, you know, they seem kind of like down and outs on, that's what they want to do. They just don't have either the confidence or the means to get to it. Yeah, well, a lot of the time, like, when that happens, it's because we grew up with these, like, these thoughts by either either coming from ourselves or our parents or the people around us telling us, like, like, you can't do this or um, it's not a safe route. And, like, we've been told this so many times, but at the end of the day, you kind of have to... (sighs) It's kind of easier said than done, but it's really about reprogramming your mind, you know, reprogramming the thoughts that you allow to shape your reality. And also, you know, being very conscious and mindful that like sometimes the thoughts that you, the negative thoughts that you have aren't even your own. And just being very aware that you have a choice. You get to choose how you let them affect the choices that you're going to make in regards to your life and everything. So yeah, and that's kind of what our workshop was about, actually. We were really talking about how you can't let your limit, your um, limiting beliefs stop you from pursuing what you want to pursue, especially, like, in the creative scene, in the creative world, because, like I said, like, creative work is not seen as something that's valuable, right. you know, and it actually really is. And especially for people, like, minority groups or people who come from different ethnic ethnic backgrounds, because our parents came here and had to work super hard and assure like a certain level of stability, they want the same thing for their kids. Right. But sometimes that's not necessarily like, you know, they did their, their job of making it easier for us so that we can do what we want. We can take those risks that they weren't able to take. Definitely. That's good. Yeah. yeah. For, for me, where I would add to that is also like, you know, like in terms of like the best advice, I would say it is like, you know, which is cool now. It's just that, like, the access of information, you know what I mean? Especially on YouTube. I feel like YouTube is so golden because, like, you know, it's like, even when I went, like, you could go online and, like, find, like, a mentor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there, there's there's people who, who put out information there and you could, like, subscribe to their channel and see all the information that they put out. And it's, and it's so weird because it's, like, yesterday, uh, on Sunday, she... Like she, she had a family get together and I went there and there was a kid, one of the kids there. And he's like five. He's like, he's like he's probably like eight. Eight, he's like eight years old, whatever. And he had a sketchbook and he draws, he draw an <clears throat> eye, but I was so well drawn. I can't believe he drew that. I was wow. like, it was very detailed. So I'm like, where do you learn to draw? He's like, YouTube. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I follow I follow this person on YouTube and he has um, videos and he shows it's how to draw. Crazy. That's nuts. He's eight, bro. That's crazy. Like you know? the opportunities are endless. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like I feel like that's the best advice. If you have mentors, like find like mentors online. You know what I'm saying? Like follow and just study th- those people and also like. Create your tribe, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's huge, bro. Like, because if you're not surrounded by other people who could, um, like, who have the same value as you, you know, you guys don't have to have the same goals, but you guys can have the same values in terms of, like, like, um, just the same values and also, like, push each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
what's that what's that saying there like um, steel sharp and steel you know what i'm saying like that <laughs> that's how it goes you know right. what i'm saying so those are like the best advice i would personally give honestly like, and how do you guys manage like people projecting their own fears onto you guys like you might have like an idea and they'll be like yo don't do it because mm-hmm. they themselves are afraid to even start that process or even attempt uh their you know their journey to mm-hmm. i guess some sort of you know self-realization speaking for myself um i've i've never i can't even really answer that question properly because like i've never really cared about um it's kind of like mean to say but about like if my mom or had something negative to say or was projected like a worry not necessarily negativity but worry onto what i'm doing because i just was very like go with the flow i think i'm gonna i'm gonna make it work no matter what and yeah so i can't really like answer that yeah like i feel like before like other people's opinions and like insecurities like when they project that onto me would like get to me because it would make me second guess you know but now like i'm really out of space right now where it's just like i know where that is coming from that person so when so now my automatically thing my like it's very automatic when someone tells me like oh i shouldn't be doing this or don't do this whatever whatever I could tell it's out of fear and I know mm-hmm. where it's coming from. So it's just like, okay, this is this person's insecure. His, right. his, their own insecurities is coming up and I can't take it personal, but I'm going to do what I'm going to got to do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? So it's like, now I, it, 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 it's kind of drilled into my head where it's just like, bro, I've been practicing doing what the fuck I wanted to do for some time. I'm kind of getting good at it, bro. (laughs) Not going to lie. I'm kind of getting good at it, bro. You know? And yeah, man, trusting my instincts, instincts, I should say, you know? Yeah. So I was going to ask you a question. Since you guys, to me, are like natural entrepreneurs. That's how I see it as. How do you guys generate um, like new ideas? Um. Because obviously, yeah, everyone has, you know, you could say with a simple term for it is like writer's block or something like that. But how do you guys mm. like, you know, keep, keep yourself going, yeah, keep, keep yourself ideas going, flowing, keep the ideas flowing, come up with something new and not stay stagnant. You have to me when I get blocks, like I stop creating. I allow myself to take a break, give my brain a break and be bored because a lot of the times like let's say like we're creating something or trying to come up with ideas for something you're so desperate to find that idea and that new thing that you kind of like overwork your brain you overwork yourself and it becomes forced and you're and anything that you come up with in those moments it just like it's not as good because it's just forced you know so when that happens and i feel like okay like I've been repeating, let's say, a logo sketch for like an hour now and it's not going anywhere. I'm like at this point, I'm forcing it. I'm like, that's when I know that, OK, I need to take a break because when I like allow my brain to just like rest, it's in those like some con- subconscious moments of rest that it's actually working. Yeah. You know, things are actually happening. And then the next day. 
that's when the best shit comes out. That's when the best ideas come out. Nah. That's true, because I see you do that a lot. Yeah, like, I, I won't force myself. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, it's not working. That. I'm not going to force it. I'm just going to stop and do something else. And then the next day it comes to me. <laughs> like, I don't put that pressure on myself to, like, get it right away. Like, I allow myself to just chill and, like, not feel guilty about not getting it right away, you know? Me, um, per- what do I do to keep, like, basically inspired, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like you look outwards. A lot. What do you mean? Like you look in places where that are unexpected. Like you look at like let's say, um, if different we industries yeah, and different stuff. Industries, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's I'm big on that. You know, because like, for example, like um, you know, right now, like I we operate in this in a space where it's like all about culture. You know, but like culture incorporates so much, so many things. You know, right. so it's like. Yeah, we're in branding, designing, and everything. Like we work with artists and stuff like that. But it's just like I could look at a, I could look at the tech world and get inspired and find things there and just be like, oh, you know what? That's a new way of thinking that I could just apply. I could just bring into my world, or you, you know, like the food industry. No matter which industry, politics, anything, you could just like mm-hmm. when I when I when I consume that type of medium, I'm always learning something new because sometimes when we're in our bubble of just like aesthetics art art you know like we're just in that typical art bubble but not realizing that like art as a whole there's so many things so i look at different industries a lot that's something that helps me like stay inspired get 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 ideas and stay inspired bro 100 percent. you know I watch a lot of cartoons too, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> but yo, but it's it's so just because like cartoons are it's it's you know like it's it's literally because like it's it's like children, bro. Children has like this in, in infinite imagination mm-hmm. and no boundaries, and you see that in yeah. cartoons a lot. Yeah. You know, like one of my favorite shows is Rick and Morty, bro. Like oh, I really? love that show, bro. It's a great know? show. One of the greatest I'm not cartoons. Surprised. Rick and Morty's uh, hilarious, man. But it's so smart and just the way they just bring out ideas and just no boundaries i like that so it's like i got inspiration from that too you know just different ways of just yeah to me rick and morty is like a cartoon version of seinfeld <laughs> I, ne- I never seinfeld. got into seinfeld so i can't even oh you never, never seen seinfeld that co- comparison I, before it, it she watch it she watches it you watched it a well, few I've, times. yeah i've watched like i, I kind of like grew up in a household where Seinfeld would be on the TV. I never got yeah. into it. I never got into it. Did you? I hope you didn't get into Friends though. That's terrible. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I was, I was, I was in those type of shows. Man. Okay. Like, <laughs> no, that's good. Um, it's 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 uh, it's very difficult. Like, for for example, like we live in Montreal, where uh, you know all the people. We I know we had talked about this before, but a lot of people in Montreal or who have a certain amount of talent or anything like that, they usually leave Montreal. They go to Toronto or Mm -hmm. somewhere in the States to kind of build their success. Mm -hmm. In a way, I understand it's, you know, it it makes sense because, you know, resources are available to you. More resources over there. But um, the people who I see in Montreal who really focus and really try, they usually end up in a very uh, positive space. For example, we have... um, that director who um that movie blade runner the okay one, yeah, yeah yeah his movie was artistically like i know a lot of producers and directors from montreal and everything like that but his vision of that movie it actually looked like 
it looked more like the future than the first Blade Runner actually would look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people from Montreal in general have a lot of this talent, but you know, they don't have the necessary drive or motivation or confidence to get to that point. Um, for, for you guys, what are things that, you know, I would say, what are your fears in, I wouldn't say like fears of not having success because you guys have success, but what do you fear? But what do you, def- but let them define success first. Yeah. What do you define your success? And then what do you, what would you say other than that? You want to go first? How do you define success? Your success. Or how do you, how do you see success? Success. I don't think I'm ever going to feel like I'm ever going to reach a point in my life where I feel like, oh, I'm successful now. I think that like I'm not chasing that thing, that feeling, that like summit, that star at the top of the Christmas tree. Like I'm. I think that for me, like I'm successful as long as I'm continuing to grow and push my own boundaries. So as long as I'm doing that, then I'm always going to be successful because I'm I'm never going to get comfortable and I'm never going to stop. I think for me, no matter what it is you're doing, mm-hmm. as long as you're pushing yourself and your boundaries and like always chasing growth, then you're successful. Yeah. Like... For me personally, like, I feel like success has been changing. Like, the definition of success has been evolving a bit, you know? Like, a few years ago, like, I would just be like, oh, you know what? I, I want to... Success to me was equal by, like, monetary value. And I'm like, okay, well, that don't really... That's not going to bring anything, you know? And it's like, now where I am right now, like, for me, like, success is really, like to really be in a space where it's just like I can create, you know what I'm saying? Success to me is the fact that like, you know, like mentally I'm in a good space, like taking care of myself. That's a form for me. It's a luxury. So right. that's, that's success. Now, now I'm seeing success in these small things. Like, you know, the ability is like, Oh, to call my mom. That's, you know, to me, that's success right there. Cause I'm like, and to be able to like, help change someone else's life especially Mm. younger people you know what i'm saying like the youth and stuff like that i want to be able to like just give them like some fire and just make them just go out there and you know plant seeds bro you know what i'm saying like to me that's what my definition of success is solidifying bro it's it's these things that's like you know like we kind of take for granted (laughs) you know what i'm saying oh definitely like to me that's what success to be able to handle all of that and to enjoy those things. The process. Exactly. You know, but that's success. I I didn't understand the fear part, the fear question though. Like, so like, maybe rephrase it so I can make it better. Like what, (laughs) what could you say you would avoid like mistakes you've made in the past that you would tell people or, you know, let people try to avoid any mistakes that you've made over the course of your, your careers and doing your, and handling your business. What what do you think, uh, mm. <coughs> what are some of the things that you would let them know to avoid or any precaution that you can give these pe- people to like not fall into same, any, you know, mistakes that you had or help them avoid certain situations to get into? Don't take shit personal. That's, 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 that's the, that's right away. Don't take things personal. Yeah. It's just business at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you know, if we have a difficult client who wants, I shouldn't say difficult, as a client who knows what they want and they're just in their own vibe or anything of that nature, and it's like, okay, they can't like they constantly want to change something or whatever the case may be, and we're presenting a work to them, and to us, it's like, it's like, you know, it's Picasso right there, and right. And, 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 and 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 the person we're we're working with, they're like. No, I don't like it. You guys didn't do it properly. Like, I want this, this, this change. And then you're like, no, nah, but this is amazing. What are you talking about? You know, in the past, I'll make that get the best of me. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, why am I? I shouldn't be fine with this person. You know what I'm saying? This, 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 is, this is someone I'm doing business with and they know what they want. So, like, I have to know to put that on the side. Like, it's not about me. It's about the project. The project has to get done. And the person we're working with has a vision. So we have to align ourselves with that instead of trying to project our own personal mm -hmm. artistic critique. So I'm, that for me, that's the main thing. Don't take things personal. Keep it professional 24-7. Like, big, 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 big thing, bro. You know? I would say, adding on to that, I would say, like be responsible for yourself like take a like full accountability for yourself and for your for your l's and your wins so like let's say somebody screws me over it's easy for me to be like oh fuck that person like it's their fault they're a bad person they're a bad client they screwed me over i'm the victim of this situation but we learned that we learned to take those situations as, um, you know, something that we need to work on. So, for example, when those things happened, we looked back at ourselves and told ourselves, OK, what can we do? What can we change to avoid these mistakes happening in the future? So it's really like taking your L's and making them lessons. Right. Exactly. So and taking like full taking accountability, not blaming Mm -hmm. external factors even if it isn't your fault right. always try to find a way to take accountability and to to own the situation and to make the best out of it that grows your character yeah that that's like really, putting your ego aside that really changes your mind like your your way of operating if you look at a situation it's just like not like just piling it oh it's all my fault it's just like yo i messed up what can i do to not make this happen again yeah. you know what i mean it's 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 really that you know well it forces you to look inside right yeah it forces because it's easy to, like if i'm like ah oh, this person did this you know what mm. i mean it forces you to to just put the situation to the side it's always linked to that one person yeah and you don't grow right i think yeah, a lot exactly. of time it's easy to do that the easy route is to be like this happened because of this person or this situation is what led me into this as opposed to looking within ourselves to see mm -hmm. why we landed there. Uh, yeah, you know, I feel like nowadays, like, probably it's because, like, I'm getting older, but I feel like right now we're spiritually, as a as a people, I feel like a lot of us are start asking our qu questions, like, more internally. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just like when I was just telling you, like, the whole definition of, like, success, like, now I'm just looking at things internally because I realize if I'm good internally, everything else... Mm -hmm. I can, I can maneuver everything else. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, can, sure. I can maneuver any situation because I'm good internally, you know? Right. So it's like, I feel like uh, everyone, like, just, I don't know, talking about this conversation is making me think about, like, how, like, just everyone is just, like, really on that. 
like self-discovery you know i, I, mean, I think I, it's necessary i think if it's one thing i could say like you know like i told you i'm 33 in a few months yeah like i'm starting to realize the little things that mm-hmm. matters you know like waking up like to me like mm. that that's mad like a blessing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like, no i'm dead serious like it before should. i used to wake up and i never thought about it yeah and then like in 2008 one of my uncle got shot unfortunately he passed away yeah my and condolences it, yeah, yeah i think we spoke about it yeah. i'm for sure we spoke about <laughs> it <laughs> but like it was like it was one of those things where i'm just like yo you know what it's a blessing to see the next day. But, you know, like, all, when you go through those phases, it happens, mm-hmm. and then you think about it, and then you lose it because you're caught up on something else. Mm-hmm. But now, like, every morning, like, even if I'm late, I try to take 30 minutes just to, like, be like, yo, yeah, it's a good day. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, because you have to keep in mind, like, you woke up and there's someone in the world who did not wake up this yeah. morning. That's a time when you're just getting up right now, you're just like, oh, shit, there's someone who just... Passed away right yeah. now. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Um, um, the last couple of weeks there, when Kobe passed away, everyone it hit everyone hard because they were like, "This dude is the ultimate superhero." Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he, people thought after the crash, Kobe would just walk out of the crash like it was nothing. Mm. That'd have been dope, though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's true. A lot of people thought, that, and a lot of people, it's helped them reexamine their own mortality, think about their own life, and seeing, oh shit. This dude who we look up to, we thought was invincible, is just a regular man like everyone else. So you had a lot of people rethinking their lives, rethinking how they should carry themselves, what they should do in life. <laughs> Same thing you're talking about. Like every little thing is a blessing. Yeah. You gotta, you know, enjoy enjoy life to the fullest as much as possible, and not take too not take everything too seriously. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's big. Yeah, I think too, pe- pe- we live too much with this like comfortable aspect of life like oh i'm gonna do it tomorrow mm-hmm. tomorrow is always gonna be there and you just like nah bro like you could only could assure yourself now like yeah. that's so you know true. what i mean like that's it like i think even with you guys's perspective on success i think being success for me successful for me is really maximizing every opportunity in that moment mm. like it's it's not a destination it's really a journey yeah it, there's no there's highs and lows with it and like I think it's just embracing every moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I feel like oftentimes, like you said, you we've had conversations that where like you feel so low because whether your success in school or whatever, you know, you didn't finish something, mm-hmm. your mom's not too happy with it, mm-hmm. or you know, you might choose to make a decision that's going to cause you to not be around certain people, mm-hmm. and then you know, people are like, oh, this person switch up, and it's just like you you often think like, oh my god, like am I making the right decision? And more and more, you you go through these these like I guess stages. You start to realize like, yo, it's all about internally getting right, so you could be better externally. You could have a more positive impact yeah. on others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big. That's big. That's big. Because I think like I think that's everybody's goal at some point in life is to be yeah. impactful. Mm-hmm. Because no matter how rich you are, no matter how poor you are, you're gonna die. Yeah. But it's like what you leave behind. You know, legacy, what I mean? bro. Legacy. That's 
That's the that was that was the that was my word for like January. Like that was a big thing. Wasn't it for like twenty twenty? Yeah, just in general, just legacy. That's, like, that's your word for life. <laughs> because it's true. It's because it's like yo, when you when you're gone, how you want to be remembered. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how I've been lo- looking at like yeah, life is just like once. What are people gonna say about me? You know what I mean? What is like. I don't know. These are thoughts that have just passed by my head all the time. And I feel like just as a whole, like we should all be thinking about this, you know, like, but it's just because the day to day life is easy to just put down the back burner because, you know, we live in a in a in a matrix. bro. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like it is what it is because they don't want people to think like this. bro. That's how I look at it. But even in like the simple gestures, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you don't have to be. You know, Kobe Bryant, you have to be, yeah. you know, a massive star. But, like, you could literally be that person in the office that you work at that people are just happy to see. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. you could be just that person, and that is a crazy legacy to leave behind. Yeah. Because you're sure. impacting a handful of people, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, your name's going to all be brought up. Oh, I mm-hmm. remember such and such. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just to that. Like, we progress in life. Like, yeah. how much of us have different jobs that we've all been through? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just impacting somebody in that very moment, mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. I think, is key. Like, that's, but, but that's why when you see, like, a lot of athletes and stuff, like, they get pissed off when they don't make the Hall of Fame. Because that's their legacy. That Hall of Fame is for them. They know they did something great. They know that that's where they're going to be enshrined forever, that you're going to remember them forever. And, like, you know, at first I was thinking, oh, you don't have to worry about the Hall of Fame. Your individual stats are going to make you get there. But for them, it's something big because I think it's even more bigger than how many championships you win. If you're in the Hall of Fame, you're going you're going to be remembered for life. But that's a problem, though. Yeah, for I me, that's like where I, I can't, like, even, like, with the whole Teal scandal, right? Yeah, when like he wouldn't make it The fact that twi- didn't induct him long yeah. enough. And then you see Kobe's situation, like, normally it's, like, a three- to five-year span, and then you get start getting consideration. And it just, to me, like, I feel like, just like, you know, when you're 30, as a woman, you need to be married with kids. Or as a man, you need to have a home. You need to do all sorts of shit. Yeah. I think those are societal values. Yeah. And they give you these things that they could afford to affect you emotionally. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. you don't take shit personal. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you don't make the Hall of Fame, I get it. You worked 10 years, 12 years. You did a lot of shit. But at the end of the day, you got to do something you love. I yeah, think yeah. That's your Hall of Fame right there. For me, legacy is so much bigger than that, though. Like to have that mentality that your legacy only counts if it's in this big valued by repertoire of whatever. Yeah, like like I love what you were saying about it's like in the little things, those little gestures like that. That's so true. Like your legacy lives on in all the people that you meet every day, like just smiling at your cashier, like your local cashier that might make their day. I know. Like anytime I run into someone who's just genuinely nice or goes out of the way to be nice, like it totally makes my entire day. And I remember those people. I think about those people and I'm just one person. Right. But like that has a ripple effect more than, you know, there you go. Those little things like they, they totally influence people more than, you know, I remember like we went to the, the optometrist, this, this glass, this eyeglasses. Oh, place. yeah, yeah. The guy went out of his way to like be super nice, like get me an appointment at this uh, this optometrist that like I would have had to wait three months for. But wow. he called her up personally and like was just super, super nice. And that totally made our day, totally changed our mm-hmm. mood. And because we were in a good mood that day, like who knows what that 
might have affected, you know? Right. I so. personally think that's where you live, though. Huh? <laughs> I personally think a situation like that is where, where you live. Yeah. Because I know in, Mont- in Montreal, Quebec, per se, it's not necessarily like that. But if you go other places, there are a lot of people that go out of their way to, you know, be pleasant with you, I mean, say hi to you. These things happened here, though, so mm. I don't know. That, that's, that's rare, then. <laughs> that's very rare if it happened here. But even, like, where we grew up, you know, like, we would look at it, like, as a negative spot, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oftentimes, like, I talk to people, and they're like, yeah, I grew up in NDG, Uptown, Cote d'Anache. Mm-hmm. What is it like growing up there? Like, bro, it's not a <laughs> zoo, fam. <laughs> you know, I pre- like, I, I, people get, like, my, even my mom, when I like, if I had kids, I'll send them to the same high school we went to. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you really want to send them back to St. Louis? Hell yeah. I they have uniforms that. there, no? I don't I know. Bro, I don't do you know. understand how much of a positive impact that have, like, on all three of us? Like, if we were to literally sit down and dissect our experience or experiences that we've had individually, I'm sure it shaped us for the better you're, than You're the absolutely worst. right. I think that's good. I think the people who I met at St. Luke were probably some of the greatest things ever. But the institution as itself, that I did not like. We can't control that. I'm pretty sure it's different now, though. I'm pretty sure they don't have the same administration and things yeah, like that. Yeah, all that like, thing probably changed around that sucks, a lot. bro. You, you know how many times I love going to Loisis? I wonder if that room still there. They used to give us apples and give us checkerboards. You could play games. Yo, that was a spot where it's like all the, where, like you go there when like you can't go to class. Yeah. Like the teacher doesn't want you to in yeah. class. I know. And, and I like they days. don't want to send you home, so they send you to this little... This little <laughs> office, and I forgot what was a girl. Madame was, Poisson. How do you, Madame, Madame oh, yeah. Fish? <laughs> <laughs> Poisson. <laughs> yeah, that was her name. Wow. Yeah. Madame Hélène Poisson. Yeah. yeah. I spent a couple, probably several months of my high school life there, bro. <laughs> nah, it was, it, was, it was cool, bro. It was cool. It was cool. But, like, definitely, like, yo, just in general, school institutions need to change, bro. Like, like. One thing, one thing I, I could say that was very appreciated, bro. Like the program that we went to at McGill, right. it was pretty interesting because absolutely because the the teachers that we had, like, um, you know, they were actually like real re- life, you know, business yeah. owners and stuff like that. So yeah. they have real life experience, you know. Right. So that was interesting, but still, like the whole like test exams and just the whole overall academic structure right. is just like, you know what I mean? Because everyone learns different, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's built. For people who learn in, in a specific way, you know what yeah, I mean. That's like, or well, like I, I mean, I'll ask you the question: Do you think the system is broken? Hundred percent, bro. What do you I mean? don't think it's broken, but I think it's functioning the way it's supposed to. It was designed well, to, and that's where. Okay, okay, in that sense, yeah. in that sense, yeah. If you're saying, if you're looking at it from that perspective, I, I could get it, but it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still fucked, bro. You know, that's like, how I look at it. It's, right. it's, it's still fucked because there's some people who. I could say, like, you know what I mean? It's like, bro, like, a couple years ago, like, having a college degree was worth something. You know? <laughs> now it's not worth much. Or, or university, like, bachelors and stuff, like, it worth something. But now we live in a day and age where these things don't really mean much, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's very common now. <laughs> it's, well, ver- it's, it's common, you know? It's true. Like, I was even, like, you know, I was talking to my sister, like I was telling you earlier, and I was having this conversation because she's not interested in that. And I, and I think, in a way, she kind of feel bad about it because mm-hmm. my older sister, we all went to, like, higher education. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, bro, like, screw that. Yeah. Like, where, where a college degree could have been effective for my older sisters. 
and for myself in some way. I don't think it affects certain generations or generations to come, mm-hmm. especially in the wider range of fields. Mm-hmm. Because you have, like you said, you could learn a lot from Google, YouTube, and you could pretty much sustain yourself if you you have that drive. Mm-hmm. It has to come from within. Where I feel like previous years or decades ago, academic structures put people in favorable position. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's why we were forced to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Go to school, you're going to be better. But then shit started to change. What the is internet, better? The internet yeah. came about. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's, then it's like, you don't have that opportunity anymore. Now you got to go and discover things. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like I laugh about this all the time. Like, you know, Ashley's role in Divi Production, she's creative director. She's owner and creative director. But it's just like working, like what, what's the, to become a creative director, yeah, what, is, like, what is it? What is it? Explain. Yeah, basically, like in school, just like basically school, it's 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 created to make it. It has a, a specific purpose, you right. know. At the end, like you come out and you you come out filling a specific role and a specific purpose. So, like right. me, when I did my three year uh, program in graphic design, you know, if you're a graphic designer, you could become a freelancer, you could start your own agency, or you could work for an agency, but the program was created to make to mold you into an agency worker. Definitely. I had no idea, you know, w- like how to be a freelancer. I didn't learn how to start my own graphic design agency. Like, and those are things that I could have learned. Why not? It's in the field. It's in the same world. So yeah, like you were saying, basically, like the, to become a creative director. You know, they were telling us. Um, in school, like, oh, you need to work for an agency for like 10 years. And then you kind of climb that ladder to become a creative director <laughs> with your with ex- years of experience. Right. And yeah, obviously experience is important. But like um, that we kind of created, you know, me, if I'm coming out of school and I want to start my own business, I'm not going to not call myself what I'm doing, the role that I'm that I'm playing. because yeah. That's my role. And just because I didn't do it in the way that I was taught or that yeah. was conventionally like accepted doesn't mean that it's not valid. And I think that's what happens. Cause like, I think a lot of us get tied up with this whole, like, you know, the institution tells you this is what it is and this is what you must follow. Yeah. And we just follow that to the T, you know? And like, some of us don't ask questions beyond that. Yeah. And that's where it becomes dangerous, bro. It's the people who don't try to ask questions beyond this and just try to like, okay, like, this is a tool. I'm gonna finesse it. You know what I'm saying? Like now, when I when I when we have kids, and I'm gonna send them to school if if they choose to go to. I'm just gonna tell them like, yo, all those people starting up businesses, go 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 be friends with them. Yeah. Go go. Uh, me, the grades is it's whatever, bro. You can get your 60s. I don't care, bro. But go there and build up your network. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's the most valuable thing. There's so much resources yeah. that's available outside of the academic side of things that a lot of us don't really take advantage of. You know, like when we when we were going to school, like when we were at McGill, bro, there was probably some people in our classes who were like legit like on on, on some, some shit. Yeah, you know? for sure. But we but we never took the time to like network no. with those people because a, a lot of times when you're in when you're in university, everyone is really to themselves, bro. Oh, for sure. Like study, grades, leave. That's yeah. it. You know, and it's just like Nah, you shouldn't be using school like that. You should really take the time and like well, network with those yeah. people yeah. and exchange numbers. I wish like, that I knew that. Like, you know oh, looking sure. back yeah. now, that's a skill that we were not taught. I was never taught that in school before. Yeah. Like 
yo, take your time and network with the people in your institution. Even reaching like out that. to professors, like one yeah. of our oh, yeah. international business professors. Yeah. His sister was the head of, uh, was either marketing for um, Zara. Mm. Wow. Remember he was te- telling yeah, us like, how yeah, they were yeah, doing yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And it was just like, I don't know what it is. I think we're also built to kind of like, I don't know if it's a people of color mentality, mm. but like we don't try to seek opportunity like that way. We try to like get it from the mud and like find yeah. hard ways to yeah. like grind mm. for it. Mm. And, I gonna, I, and I was going to say that like school is essentially designed to be, is it's molding you to be a factory worker. Yeah. So oh, it's sure. designed Literally. to put you in your place in that factory. So you do this task. And making someone else rich Henry instead of making baby. yourself rich. Mm. So, like, even it was Christina. It was Christina's dad who keeps saying this: that you can't be rich working for someone else. Nah, bro. You can't make money working for someone else. You have to actually, you actually have to have your own business, create your own thing. And I think a lot of schools, especially nowadays, high school especially, they teach you. They don't teach you to think for yourself mm-hmm. or do things for yourself or like start a business for yourself. There are some schools that are designed for that where, you know, you work and you study as well. You gain that professional experience. But school in general is just to find your place in a work or in a whatever factory, business, whatever. So they put you in that place and you do that work for until you die. But exactly. if you start now with stuff like YouTube, Google, you essentially, after high school, you don't really need to go to school after that. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're a person who has, like you said, drive and passion, you're going to be successful. You're going to be successful. Uh, yeah, discipline is a big thing. If you have yeah. the discipline to do it, you're going to be sex, um, successful. Definitely. Not working, man. I'm telling you. But like, also, I feel like in the beginning of our lives, most of us don't have the proper nurturing stages where we go through where we're encouraged to be <coughs> ourselves. Like... Oftentimes, I know, but I know for sure everybody's experienced it. Like, oh, why don't you be like this person? Or, mm-hmm. you know, we have like these levels that or people were compared to at some point that we kind of have to live up to or surpass or, you know what I mean? And it's like the ideology, like you think of a mother whose kid was like, I don't know, got his first Sega Genesis and was intrigued by the gaming concept. Mm-hmm. Like if she allowed that kid to like, like, discover that world could have been a leader in something yeah but instead he was probably shut now you're not going to be nothing all you do is play video games yeah mm. and then you, you you almost start putting negative stereotype in people's head yeah yeah and you know eventually that's a part of projecting your fears sure. yeah. but but you know all of that comes from the lack of representation bro you know information because because them, them themselves did not have like like um role models that look like them that were showing them these opportunities so they have certain habits that were passed on to us but now we're exposed to so much that like now if your kid wants to like become a gamer and and make a living off that you're not gonna look at it like yo you can do it now yeah like no that's not a dumb idea (laughs) because there's this guy there's guys out here who's making making m's a yearly bro just playing more than doctors competition yeah you know and and like you know they're they're developing into different personalities and just like like other gaming companies are hiring them to 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 be like consultants on video games and it's just like the opportunity is endless right now bro you know what i'm saying so it's like now that we're exposed to that like we'll be able to, to to show our kids different and 
they are going to show their kids even more different because it's going to be something else that's completely different. I mean, you think of the world what it is now. Yeah. Like, I remember in high school, like, no one had a cell phone. Yeah. Like, you had, like, very few people had cell phone here and there. (laughs) I remember you had that huge-ass sidekick. Don't hate on my phone. (laughs) Don't hate on my phone. Jamali always had big phones, bro. (laughs) Excuse would be like, yo, I'm a big guy, so I have to have a big phone. And it's true, because now I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, if you did have a tiny phone, it'd be kind of weird, bro. (laughs) It makes sense. Jamali was, like, one of the first people to get a sidekick and yeah i mean with those those days you know (laughs) but like even then like look at the world we live in bro yeah like who would have known like we thought msn was it yeah you know what i mean like i used to rush home after school for msn now it's like i can make a whatsapp call to like my cousin bruh and it's just like we're there face to face and it's just like amazing i I could imagine what 25 years from now will be yeah yeah even even in 10 years yeah, yeah 2025, who knows? You never know what's going to happen. But I think that's important for people to, you know, build build characters within Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. themselves. Because it's easy to get discouraged nowadays. Yeah. yeah. More so. And it's like you look at other people and you're just like, what's like i don't know if you guys do it but i look at people I'm like what what's their driving force like what mm. what is their what what would they where they find purpose you know what i mean mm. and why did they go so hard like i follow this dude eric thomas i don't know if you you heard of him mm-hmm. et uh, et the hip-hop preacher i think he goes okay by. and like this guy like his story is just amazing but it's just like just the way he grind it's crazy mm. you know what i mean and oftentimes like you know you were saying before people see your the highlights and they, they want it, but they don't know the grind that goes with mm-hmm. it. You know, like maybe sleepless nights or how many times someone told you no before you got that first yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just, just believing in yourself while other people don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why, but you know, like you, you mentioned this like a few times already, but like the whole comparison thing, like that's, that's something that like, like we talk about a lot, like the whole like, you know, especially like, you know, it's e- it's easy to look at someone and always compare yourself as like, oh, my God, this person's done the life, whatever, whatever. But again, you don't know what went behind the scenes, bro. Right. And another person's path does not define your path. You know yep. what I'm saying? And like, even now, it's just like because of Instagram and everything like that, it's so accessible. It's so easy to just like yeah. go on your timeline, just compare yourself to someone right away, right yeah. away. But honestly, sometimes you have to put on that like. You have to have tunnel vision, bro, oh, because yeah. of like, like that's a hole that I have been, I went through already where it's just like I was constantly comparing my like, oh, I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough or whatever, whatever the case may be because I'll see someone else and to, to me, they're, they're doing a lot better. And it's just right. like, nah, bro, like, bro, like, look at 2 chains, bro. You know what I'm saying? You don't think he felt a way like, yo, he's, 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 he's an older rapper yeah. and you see all these young dudes coming in making um having a certain level of success right and he's and he then got discouraged because of that he's just like yo i'm just gonna rebrand myself and come back boom and uh, <laughs> and that's what he did bro you know and it's just like sometimes you really to me i'm pretty sure he just put on his tunnel vision and he's just like yo i'm just doing me i'm just doing it my way boom 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 i'm not looking at i'm not looking anywhere else you know well, so, it's, it's true because i mean you look at that whole dtp squad there were like six seven guys yeah that was there and He's the only one, Nelly and from like the whole St. Louis, what do they call it again? St. Lunatics. Yeah, like yeah. no one came out of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Murphy yeah. Lee tried, but like yeah. it's really the... Tr- <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, the, 2 Chain's a great example of someone who just was just like, you know what? 
I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, bro, you can't con- you can't constantly compare yourself, bro. And it's it's very, you, bro. When I look at like kids who are growing up now, that's to me that's the thing that worries me the most, bro. Because like you know we experience it, but I can't imagine like kids who are growing up in that environment already like wow. already like five years old you have instagram yeah. fuck it you know and you're seeing everything there and it's just like oh man like people are living wonderful lives yeah. like my life is boring That's you know and some true. people might how do you tell a kid not to do that bro you know like you that's that's a conversation that like us as a society as a culture need to have more often because like i said like when you're younger, it's hard for you to differentiate what's real and what's not. not. Yeah, you know, at least us, there's a certain level of maturity that we could just like, okay, you know what, this is not what it is. Right. But someone who's a lot younger, they're not gonna understand. That. It is very dangerous <laughs> when you think of it. Like, you know, for any, especially for females, I think they're the ones who suffer the most from that. And now we see dudes getting affected by it. Yeah, and it's just like it's scary to think that. Some people could literally just hate themselves, mm-hmm. not because they don't like themselves, but because of what they see and mm-hmm. the, the way they put their, their standards mm-hmm. behind. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. beyond scary. It's just sad. Yo, but, but it's a conversation that we have to have, though. I feel like that's a big conversation that's going to happen more as the years to come. You know, like right now it's starting to happen, but I feel like the next couple of years we're going to really see the full like. Effects of social media. The effects of like... I feel like in a couple years, social media is going to be like cigarettes was no, I think it already back, is. you know i feel like it's already is i think it's already there <laughs> it's already is, but we're not banning instagram oh, okay. and yeah, that point. Just, i think it's just the way <laughs> you how you use it if people like yeah. there are people who know how to use instagram or um yeah. social media positively and properly it's just that there are people who like you know they go overboard on it just for clout mm-hmm. and it's, true. it's just sometimes you got to like if you can create like a filter or something like that like people say like twitter there's a Twitter and there's a black Twitter. We know what the difference is mm-hmm. between both of them. And if there, was, if there was an actual black Twitter, I would go on that because it's just for fun and games. But on actual Twitter, you see a whole bunch of bullshit. You can see some stuff that are fake. Black Twitter is just like... Yeah, but you see the, the thing that you're, you're saying is that you could differentiate it. The problem is, how do you have a 13-year-old girl who might be, you know... You know, conceptualizing herself, she haven't even matured yet, yeah. that, and then she's comparing herself to like a twenty-five-year-old woman. Well, that's like a parental and, issue. And that, then. That's not a parental thing, bro. Nah, that's bro, a societal thing. But what I'm thing. saying, it's a parental issue as an individual. Is that you are the parent? You know who these Instagram models are. You like, okay, I can recognize this is bullshit. That's so why you, I, you can tell your kid, all right, I'm gonna tell you the truth about this. This is you tell them the truth of what they. Kids are very smart. Don't give them, don't think of them for stupid or anything. They're very smart. You tell them the truth about something and the, the you don't sugarcoat anything for them because they're very, I'm sure you're talking to little kids, they're very direct when they talk. You have to be exactly the same way with them. I'm not saying you have to curse at them or anything like that, but show, but them, I mean, show them what this is fake and they're going to understand it. Speaking from my experience though, like I'm, I grew up like no, I'm not gonna lie. Like we idolized drug dealers. Mm-hmm. I, I could I could tell you that. I don't know about straight you. Straight <laughs> up, <laughs> nah, bro. Like it, like I, I I remember growing up and like the dudes on the block who had like the newest kicks, 
Mm-hmm. They had gold. They had everything. Yeah. You'd be just like, yo, like, let me get that's on facts. that. That's that, that hustle. Like, that's facts. You know what I mean? And, like, those are people that I could touch and see. Yeah. And I knew the danger. That wasn't stupid. Mm-hmm. I knew, like, yo, you get booked. That's it. Yeah, but that's the difference between you. There are people who are imitating that, but you just like that. You didn't no, 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 but, the, you but I mean, I, I think most people who then imitate started from where I was. I was just, I probably just had the ability to constrain myself from making that other leap. And mm-hmm. that leap is very easy, mm-hmm. especially when you're a, a male, a black male between 12 to 17. And then I put good parenting because you had, you had good parenting too. Oh, my mom whooped my ass. There you but, go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do feel like parenting plays a huge factor, 100%. Percent, you but, know what I'm saying? But, you know, like, there's there's levels to it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because, like, there's 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 guys that I know who had wonderful mothers in their household, right. you know? And the mothers did everything that they can. There was no father figure there. So the dudes on the block was that father figure. Yeah. And I don't know about y'all, but, like, at a certain age, I went to that phase where it's like, yo, I'm not listening to my mom, bro. No. Like, you can't tell me how to be a man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my own thing, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's just like... And my mom did a wonderful job, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it has nothing to do with... So it's like... I feel like... Like, yeah, parenting does play a factor, bro. But but there, there's there's context and there's... And I feel like there's certain levels to that, bro. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, But even with what I was saying with the drug dealer thing, like, I seen dudes who were on the top. And I see when they got busted, when they came back. You know, they were driving like a 2000 and whatever car. And then came back, they had a hoopty for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like, I see that reality, right? But these kids are not seeing when that person's not posting on Instagram. Mm. Yeah. They're not seeing, like, those six pictures you saw were taken three months ago when they had a layover flight, but they really wasn't there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Like, they don't know how to conceptualize. I think grown people are falling for those traps mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, and it, it's kind of scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're about to wrap up. What you guys got down the pipeline? What you guys working on? When is this gonna be? When is this gonna be posted? Uh, most uh, likely this week. This week. This week. We, we quick with it. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if it's gonna be posted this week, this Saturday, there's an event going on that I think all people should come to. Yeah, it's for Black History Month. Reach out to Black Abundance. You know, shout out to Never Was Average. It's at the Fire Center. Yes. Um, that's gonna be dope. Panels, workshops, art exhibits, food. Um. Vendors at the Phi Center uh, in the Old Port. It's yeah. called Black Abundance. So, so if you like, if you go on, if you go on the Never Was Average page, you should see it. Like, you just follow. Go on Ash's Instagram. Just go on our Instagram. Actually, yeah, shout out your Instagram. Say your Instagram. Didn't you guys create the poster for that? I think I saw. Yeah, that. we did. You did, did, did yeah, the did. yeah, yeah, did yeah. Artwork for that. Um, yeah. So you can follow us on so on like Instagram. Our company's name I am Divi. That's I A M D I V V I. You know, I am Divi. Follow us on Twitter as well. I am Divi or I am Divi.com. You know, contact us for all your branding needs. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. All your, your social media tags will be on the post. Oh, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, we that's appreciate dope. you guys coming on. You guys are our very first guests when we first started doing this. So, you know, come Don't back again. Don't wait too long again. I know. Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I, like, yeah, I've been hitting up Lanky. I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm disappointed that Lanky's not here, bro. So that means you got to come back soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna come, I'm going to come back again, bro. You know what I mean? Shout, shout to Lanky stills. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't make it, but he will be here next week. Yes.
Uh, we're really happy to have you guys. Continue Yo, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Keep really up appreciate the great success that. and keep on keep on doing what you guys do. Keep doing that positive shit, man. Yeah. You yeah. inspired yeah. me to get in the gym. Yeah, yo, I'm about to hit up it. Zoo soon. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yes. yeah, bro. Shout out to Zoo Fitness, the best <laughs> trainer in the, in the motherfucking torture. city. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you should pull through, man. Uh, I definitely, I'm definitely trying to make the time. You like within up. the next few months, I got I got some stuff. Come I'm working nah, on. nah, some, nah. Some don't don't say that. Don't say that. The best I think I'm gonna reach now. out to one of his community yeah, workout yeah, the things. Yeah, way, yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna come through in the evenings. Definitely. I gotta get him too because I, I was talking to the Grizzly about it. Yeah, yo, get him on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's doing some great community great stuff with the youth. Yeah, exactly. I like what he's doing with the youth. But you see, this is this is this is this is why I love. You know what I mean? Like. All these people are doing positive things, bro. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to have this type of energy. I, mean, I, 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 come I, full I think circle. I'm going to reach out to Travis, to Satis, yes. to try to get a couple people. Yeah, that's, man. that's our goal this year is to reach out to the people who are making positive, mm. you know, impacts in their community. Yeah, so. man. Shout out to all of them, man. Definitely. But don't be a stranger, guys. No, no, for sure not. All right, anytime sure you not. guys got anything promoted, even you guys want to just come back and kick it. No, yeah, for sure. For sure. So yo, thank y'all, man. Anytime, anytime. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. It was a great episode. You know the, you know where to find us on social media. Yeah, don't be mad. Pod, don't be mad. Podcasts on Facebook. Don't be mad. Pod on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. YouTube. Don't be mad. Podcast. Look for us there. Subscribe. It helps us out a lot. And, and uh, sure, you sure, know what I mean? yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Share this episode. Remember, treat each other with kindness, man. Love is love. Mm -hmm. We out. All right, take care, everyone.